For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today. Uh, hi and welcome Hello. to this week's episode of the DW Podcast. I am j- joined by Zach from the Skinner Brothers. How are you doing, Zach? Yo, all good, man. I wasn't all sure good. if you'd be too hungover today. I see that you were playing with the streets last night. Man, I'm hungover, man. I'm <laughs> 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 I wake up today and I was like, oh, okay, well, first of all, like, am I in trouble with my missus? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> we've all been there. I, I was like, okay, the gigs was good. Like, did I do anything dumb? Everything seemed cool. Like, everyone's in a good mood in the house. Uh, yeah, it was all good. I go, <laughs> like my birthday or something. Like, everything's good. Yeah, gigs went well. Mrs. is happy. She's not angry at me. I didn't do anything stupid, and everyone's fine. So I was Success. like, something, okay. Success. And I just feel like, yeah, I feel hungover, but the rest, like, that's that's okay. As long if you've got all the other stuff going on as well, like everyone hates you as well, that's the worst. Man. <laughs> Absolutely, there's nothing worse than waking up with a fear, is there? Every time, yeah. And <laughs> let's let's hear about it. for for those that are maybe listening or watching, Zach, that haven't heard the Skinner Brothers. And in, in my opinion, you know, you are one of the most talked about bands in the UK at the moment. People are really oh, yeah. excited about you. Nice, it seems that at a time where music's been really difficult for people, and I've no doubt that it has been for you, but over the past couple of years, you know, you've, you've really been thriving and, and getting to that next stage. Yeah, man. I think that, I keep thinking of like the last 10 years, I'd think that, geez, I was thinking of fucking every, every stage, trying to step up, trying to step up. No one cares, no one cares. Nothing happens, nothing happens. And then in the corona times, Everyone's moaning about all the bad times. I'm a, I'm moaning as well, to be fair. Do you know what I mean? Oh, really? get, get, do you know what I mean? But to be honest, it actually has done us, us good, I think, to be fair. Because now, man, when these gigs have coming back, like they've sort of just over the last few weeks, isn't it? They've sort of reopened it all again. And we obviously almost done gigs for like two years, really, have they? So it's like, it's, it makes your schedule proper busy. People the are buzzing two, for them, aren't they? Yeah, and the last two years I've had, like, in the corona, I had a lot of time to just not be pressured to do gigs because you can't or do nothing. So you're just in the house. I had a lot of time to, to knuckle down and, and hone the stuff in without any any social stuff, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Just get, get to know myself a little bit. I don't know if that makes sense, but... No, it totally does. It yeah, I think, I think when you... I've come out the other side, man. Like, now I feel like... Uh, what I feel like I'm being like pretty true to myself, man. It's before I'd think like, oh, I want to be, you know, you see Liam Gallagher or anyone like that, a proper gut style. Like, oh, I want to be like that, obviously. Like, or be like someone cool. Absolutely. But I just think I've just realised over the last year or two, I, I just ain't, like, I've just been, I've just been accepted that, like, do you know what I mean? I just ain't cool. Like, and then it seems to have actually sort of work out for better for me. To be honest, just le- just do just be myself. Uh, it's weird. But Zach, you, say you'll that, say be... that. You, you'll say that, and there'll be there'll be kids coming through and coming to your gigs that will be wanting. Yeah, I see to, it, man. And they'll be wanting to be you. Out, you know the way that you're wanting to be. Freaks me out. Man. Like, I see some now a gigs kind of want to chat to me. I'm like, man, I'm pretty boring. No, I'm. <laughs> do you get? You know what I mean? Like, totally. It must be the same for everyone because I think everyone's pretty dull. 
in a to a degree, everyone's doing the same thing in the house. Let's talk a wee bit about you know where how you got to where you are. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, but you're now yeah. 24, 25, 26, 27, man. Oh fuck, I'm I'm, I'm saying yeah. that you're younger than what you are. Yeah, yeah, man. So I don't know if between age like. 18 to 30, I don't think you can really tell anyone's age, can you? Like, well, that's like, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I read, and, and this might be wrong, but I read, like, when you were 18, you just thought, do you know what? I want to play music. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm going to London. And you just jumped on a train with your guitar and that was it. Yeah, I was telling a guy, my mate, at the street yesterday, we was having a drink, and I was saying, like, oh, just, I was just chatting. And I was going, well, I just thought logically back then, what would I, so I don't want to be at home anymore. I'm like, I want to do music. So I thought like, well, I don't want to do no university because I'm not interested in it at all. I'm just not, not interested. And yeah. And then I just thought, well, logically, what, what, do, what do you do? Well, I'll just get the train to London and then I'll um, just get a room and then I'll just play music and I'll get a job. Like, but that logically does make sense still to me, but in real life, People don't do that anymore, which is like really confusing. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's simple, like logic. In like, oh, what do I do? Music? Yeah, I'll go to London. But now it's like, oh, why, you're insane. How did you do that? And I was like, it doesn't. On paper, it's not that insane, but it is insane. Like, I think now you have to go to be a student or something. I think that's accepted route of doing it. Do you know what I mean? Because then you get friends through, you get yeah. friends through university, don't you? Normally and stuff like that. So I don't have no friends for like fucking years, man. I like in London, I didn't know anyone, and it's really, it's really lonely, man. When like you go there, and um, yeah, you don't know. I didn't drink really then. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't know about that. Like, I just didn't know. I was like a sponge, man. So I, that's where you meet people as well in the pub, really, isn't it? So didn't know no one, man, apart from a few ladies who worked in boots. <laughs> do you know what I mean so yeah. my life was pretty weird man like but yeah I had time to focus on trying to learn to write some tunes I think that but must yeah, be little... quite courageous though Zach like there's be... you're saying that it, that seems crazy and to many people it does but to you that was the right thing to do and for lots of people once they get there and like you said it's a lonely place at times you know they must be thinking oh, yeah. I'm not sure if this is for me and then they'd go back home to where they're from whereas you've stuck at yeah. it you know that's fucking I'll tell you the time man I was thinking that too because I I was young as well, so I, I don't know, your, your head's a bit different then. So I was thinking, oh, this is mental. Like, I was living in East London with a Bulgarian family, and it, and it wasn't like the London I'd thought London was, because I thought London was like Big Ben and all that, and like, sure. it was all great. Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. you go quite far into the depths of East London. I'm not talking about Hackney or somewhere quite popping. I'm talking about Plasto and nasty little places like that, yeah, where t- it's like basically being not in London, it's just, just it's dull, isn't it? Like, so I was thinking, oh, for f- this is fucking awful. Like, I'm, it's really boring and like, and I'm eating really bad food. Like, I was eating, like, out of t- it just, I didn't know how to cook either, so I was just weird. <laughs> I was eating like, fucking peas out of tins and stuff. It was like, I did that for years to be fair. But anyway, so I was living there and I didn't have any of the, I don't know if you call it glitz or any of the Londonness. Do you know what I mean? So I was going, oh, this is shit. Like, I really want a beer because I've got nothing else I want to do, but this sucks. I'm just working. I'm just working and, and no, I've got no friends and, I, and, and my, my tunes suck. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> and then so I moved, it was actually, I moved to Vauxhall, which is actually quite central. Yeah. You can actually, you can hear Big Ben from my window from 
I moved in with an African family there um, quite quickly after moving to London. Um, and then I, I was on, I was, I was always going for runs and that because I, like, I still like to do it. As my, and I'm not a fitness guy, I just do it. I go for a run out. I didn't realise how London worked, like the map. So I didn't know Vauxhall was actually really central. So I went for a run outside and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, fuck, this is shit still. Like, I, I'm going to, I'm, I can't do this, like, because it's heavy, man. I'm jamming it out there. And then I, I, I walk out and I run around the block and I come out on the bridge. I'm on a fucking bridge and I can see uh, London Eye, Big Ben. I was like, oh, oh shit. I lived there. I'd lived just <laughs> there. I've arrived. I'm buzzed. I'm buzzed. <laughs> and I just remember that being the time when I go, oh, no, fuck this. I'm staying. I'm here now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, and obviously, I just remember that. I remember it like it's yesterday being on that bridge and just coming out on the bridge, running, and looking to my left and going, oh, sh- oh shit. I've, I just couldn't believe it because <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I didn't know yeah. where I was. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, how did you get into your first gigs in London then? Because like you said, you, know, um, you don't really know anyone. You start to meet people in pubs. It must have been quite yeah. daunting for you as well. I think, um, so before I moved, I was doing music like with pals because obviously I went to school in the countryside really around there, man. So I was doing like, knew the people that did music I sort of just you fall into them don't you from school or something like and I was playing drums I was doing some recording I got obsessed with it and I did gigs back then so I'd already done quite a few gigs I sort of knew roughly how it worked a bit like the sort of system so I, I was in London it was really hard to get a little band together because it took ages I think I'd go up I said it before I'd go to Denmark Street up West End after work and just put up Guitarist well, posters in the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> it's a street that had all these. It's gone now. I don't know. It's, it's gone. But I used to have like this street where all musicians just put up, like you know, like call this number. So every day I go up there, putting the new one up. Like, oh, if I word it better, maybe they'll call. <laughs> and then I got obviously. I think I can't really remember everyone, but I got a few calls. This is like fast tracking it, but many diff. I'd, I'd put together some sort of lineup with the weird little songs I had at the time. And I didn't really know anything about arranging songs either. Like, oh, the lead guy plays this. I play this to jump. So it was quite hard. And um, yeah, I think we would have just um, gone on the internet. I think one of our first gigs was at that King's Cross Water Rats spot. And there was no one there, man. And it sucked. But like, um, it was just gigs like that. Like, you know, when you have, you just, awful gigs, man. Awful yeah. shows when no one comes and you're on a lineup with like a metal band and a rapper or something like Makes like no lineups sense. which which <laughs> which are just there. I God knows why, man. The, do you know the ones that I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly like what the, you mean, but I, I think exactly, I think these yeah. are the, the the gigs that make you. Like if you hadn't played those gigs, Fucking you wouldn't hell, have yeah. the hunger. Yeah. You wouldn't have the hunger to go and do more. Yeah. So so I just thought because I back then I was proper old school, man. I, I thought like because of my mentality of just moving to London, just doing stuff. So I just think like, oh well if we slam enough gigs, there's going to be like your guy there, your, your record label guy. And one yeah, day he's no, just going to go be there and go, oh, these guys are the guys. Here's all the money. Let's, let's go. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, and it, I think people do still think that to a degree. Like, it's just not how it works anymore, is it? No. And I've always, so for years I was just, we just, band members would leave. We'd start again. Da, 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 and then we'd get another gig. Then it would split up again. Then, do you know what I mean? Keep going. And then it was just really tiring, man. And like, no money and like just anyway did that for ages and then at a point i just thought i was recording more and more and i think i just thought now stuff these gigs i'll let's do the internet sort of thing and then i sort of that took years to get to that point but then um yeah i yeah did make does make you though 
Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I think yeah, doing totally. those awful gigs, I would, I still would dread to do them. I, I, because I just remember the feeling, man. Of, I just hate it. And if the, as soon as I sort of realised the the internet is really powerful, like it sort of cuts them out to a degree. Obviously, I'm glad I've done them because I've just I've done a hard course of um like intense uh horrible times of playing gigs where nothing works and no one claps and everyone wants you to leave do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah totally but, and it, yeah. I, think, I think that makes you appreciate it more when you play these gigs oh, like yeah. for example we'll, we'll talk about it later but you've got the 100 club in centre of oh, London man. iconic oh, venue oh, yeah. coming up a big deal man so the yeah. end of lot, we'll talk about it in a set but basically well we'll lead on to it anyway I guess but yeah, the thing is it. with when you're playing these small gigs not 100 I'm talking about the horrible ones where no one comes and uh playing with the metal band you don't know or I didn't naturally like I was trying to be something I wasn't on stage so I was thinking like, like the Liam Gallagher thing I just said or the rock and roll thing what guy am I going to be up there do you know what I mean I'm going to oh that's f-. so I think I think a lot of people do it to a degree because yeah. you don't want to be the same guy you're at home eating like egg fried rice after you come home from work you don't want to be that guy do you like so you think oh well I'll be a big man out there and then I did that and it didn't for, man, it's taken me like, I'll be honest, like in the lockdown since the gig stopped, them these years to realise like I can't go back to that because I've sort of found sounds like a hippie or something. Like, I found myself. But I feel like <laughs> I've just accepted that I'm just me, isn't it? Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. And it and it's taken dumb stuff like well, we got our manager now, Tim, who, who's proper sound. In the lockdown, that's when we come into contact with him. And he's been the streets manager forever and tons of other bad boys, bands, man. But like, he just sort of, I think it was him said like, do you know what I mean? Look, I told him my story, obviously, like we're just chatting, like like a bit of insight. And then um, and then we got it, he got it written up by a um, a writer, like the sort of had a chat with a guy. And then we sort of look back and go, oh shit, like what I've done is actually credible, like, to be fair to me, because I didn't realise, because it fu- it's a fucking nightmare, like, so when I, I felt like, until he said, like, let's look back at what you've done, I'm st- I felt like I'm still in that nightmare, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, you can't reflect on something when you're still fucking scared of it, like, I, so I was like, oh yeah, fair play, like, I've done all that, so horrible fucking times, and the story is, the story's quite good, I didn't realise that I was doing that, do you know what I mean? Zach, I, I can't remember who it was that I spoke to, but I spoke to a band and they said that when they first sat down to record, uh, they get into the studio and uh, the person that was running the studio said, just tell us a wee bit about yourself. And they didn't know, but he'd hit record. They spoke for an hour and then he went yeah. back and cut bits out of That's it and nice. says, look, there's a song there. You can fucking tell us about that experience yeah, where you struggled. Great. Yeah, I really like that, man. Yeah. And it sounds a bit like similar to podcasts, yourself. Man. I, I like this style of podcast, man, like chatting because I... I really don't like interviews too much because I, I just I prefer to chat. Do you know what I mean? I like I like exactly to watch. Yeah. Listen it's to more quite natural, a few podcasts, it? man. I, I listen to quite a few when in the day, like just just stuff, um, different ones, and uh, I like to just listen to people chatting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I always say to people that you want it to feel as if you're in a room and, and you're part of that chat, even though you're yeah, not yeah. saying anything. You know, it's like I was thinking that the other day, man. Yeah, I just. It's because you'd think the interview seems to me a bit intense, like because you've got 
it depends on the style of interview. Sometimes it can be a bit like this, sort of like a po- it's in the middle. It's not, yeah, it's, podcasts is what I like. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Interviews are like them short, sharp ones where the questions all prepared. Like, <laughs> You're on the spot, What's your favourite colour or something? Like, what, <laughs> who would you want, you know, I've said it before, like, who, who would you most like to support or be on stage with or something? I'd be like, oh, no one, man. I, just don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to ruin anyone else's thing. Like, do you yeah. know what I, mean? I don't want to go for dinner with anyone either. Like, shut up. It's almost <laughs> like they're always looking for a headline, isn't it? They want you to say something so they can put this headline out there to go with the article. It's... I see, man. First time was in a tabloid thing in um, the Star or the Sun or something. So I speak to the lady, nice lady on the phone from the Star. I can't remember which one. Um, really nice chatting and that and she just cut bits out but the headline was like I said to her not headline but the, the line on the top here da, da, da. I said uh, I've never really listened to Oasis like a full album I've never really I just I don't know why I just haven't like and then a thing come because obviously I know the bangers and stuff but like, she was going like the headline thing was like we've never heard Oasis it's <laughs> oh, a lot of crap Do you know it? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite I find it really funny like, yeah, totally. but you can see like it's fucking fucking. I find it really funny, to be fair. Like, totally. like imagine if it was actually something bad. <laughs> hey, watch what you're saying in these interviews. Though. I didn't say anything wrong. I'm just being honest. Like, she was really sound as well. Like, I, I guess this is how how it works, isn't it? Man? Absolutely. You know See, I mean? Taking it back to, I mean, this is a, a yeah. couple of years now. But when I first heard of you, I'm obviously a, a massive Libertines fan. Absolutely loved them oh, growing yeah. up. And to hear you was going out on on tour with them, I thought, who are these guys? And since then, I've followed your journey, and it's been great to see you rising yeah. and rising and getting further to the top. But to be how, fair, did that, that, how, how did that come about, man? First management, which I got, which was um, called Various Artist Management. It was um, hmm. was and, it John um, Dawkins? Yeah, man, John Dawkins. Yeah. I, I like John Dawkins, man. I actually was at the Liam Gallagher show the other night for the and, NHS. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah. it was on because um, um, Liam's sister-in-law, so our PR lady, so she got us on the LG guest list. So I thought it was really cool, wasn't it? Like, come on, you're gonna go. So anyway, I've never been to it, so I went up. That's really big in there, and then we go to these seats, and it turns out I think we're in like a really good seats in like a little little section. And I sat, and I was I, I was sat next to John talking. So I was like, John, <laughs> been a while, and then we were just chatting, but um. It wasn't the right time, man, because that was early on, and um, it was um, what happened there. So that's why we was on the Libertines thing because they was doing the Libertines at the time. Yeah, and uh, and that was sort of a completely different band, almost. The Skin Bars wasn't the same thing. It was obviously me, but different members, and um, I was still learning. Like I wouldn't even say the tunes then. They're all still on Spotify on that because I, I think it's good to keep up as part of like the journey and stuff. But I wouldn't say. That was me pretending to be growing up, man. I was just trying to be the man. I was trying to try anything. I just thought, oh, we're on top of Libertines. We basically made it. Like, and there was um, obviously a lot of dramas going on. And I'd say, yeah, that was in the in the, during the nightmare times of my times. Do you know what I mean? So I just um, it was um not stable at all. The band and um and then it just um sort of imploded itself. Like probably like a lot of bands do, to be fair, man. But um. But I wasn't having it, so that's why we're here now. So I just kept coming back. I'm sure people in the gay industry are like, how does this fucker keep coming back? He should have been dead by now. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, but I do. But it's it's taken me a while to realise that, you know, people like John and stuff, and um, 
I you got to get your head changed to to understand how it works on that side of the fence as well. Totally. Do you know totally. what I mean? Like, and I, and I and, think um, you know, not not that it's. I can imagine at the time, Zach, it would have been a nightmare for you when everything implodes after you've been on tour with a band like that. But again, yeah, this no, is this is things that make you the... learn, isn't it? That it probably shapes you as a yeah. person. Yeah, man. And I was living on the. F- I tell you, man. Back in those days when we was on tour with the Libertines doing the dates, I was living on the floor in Peckham. In um, this is there's this guy called Pat Lyons, an old guy, an um, American guy. I can't, I don't know, he might be listening to what, I'm, he's a cool guy. <laughs> but anyway, I was living on this floor and um, in his flat in um, Peckham and my brother had the bed. It was it was really horrible. And then like, it wasn't, and then, um, yeah, that was when we was doing the Libertine stuff. So like, I know the, the shower didn't work in there and the washing machine didn't work, the bath didn't work. So I fucking, I really, my confidence was like a rock bottom, man. Do you know what I mean? I, I, had, I was dirty. Do you know what I mean? I was really disgusting. So like, I was really spotty, man, and like I just thought to myself, like, how can anyone like like me? Because I, I like, and I go there, and I was going go up to Scotland to play actually, and I go up there in the van, and it was a nightmare to be fair. And then we get up there, and then and then play Libertines, and we didn't have any songs out at the time, but people after were like really buzzing to chat, and like, and it was like giving me attention. I was thinking, like, the fuck, like, I come from. London and everyone like pretty much hates me. Like I'm just dirty. Dis- I'm still disgusting <laughs> there when I go to Scotland. But for some reason something changed. Like now you want to talk to me? Not that much talk to me, but like still it was way more than what I was getting living on that maggot floor in London. Man. Do you know what I mean? So, do you know what I mean? So I was, Absolutely, yeah. So my, so it blows your mind all these different things. Like like for example, when we were some the first management, you see all the gold records on the wall. All the like I know John did the Enemy before that. That's right. Big yeah. fans of the Enemy and stuff like that. So he was like blows your mind there because you're like oh this is great like we're part of this now if you think that because back then it's trying to be like confident and well, I don't bloody know what's doing but like and then you're also living on the floor and then when you and that blows your mind then you go to Libertines and then people giving you attention so you just and then you meet some of them people I've been listening to Libertines like before I went there for years man and, and that was I was like fucking hell like and your mind's just completely blown. So you don't even know who you are anymore, I think. Like, you're just like, what am I? Like, am I, am I like them now? Like, just I fuck no. Like, you? But then obviously, you ain't. Like, so it comes all crashing down. Like, it takes a lot of work to get respect, isn't it, man? Like, and then when you're young, it just, it's, it's I don't know. I can't explain it, man. But it's, it blows your mind, doesn't it? And you're confused. Totally. Like, when you go into a real band like the Libertines, how much time and effort do you actually take to speak to the likes of Carol and, and Pete. That's the problem. It leads on to, to the street show sort of thing. It's like back then we, we didn't know how it operated. So like we go up, we probably go up to, I can't really remember, but maybe not be a new, maybe be a nuisance, but maybe, maybe um, disturb people. Do you get me? Like, Oh, sure. you know? yeah. but then obviously yesterday the streets and, like I won't, I won't bother anyone. Like I won't, we won't. Like if I see Mike, I won't go and talk to him unless I just won't bother anyone unless they, if, if unless it's the right time. You got to be yeah. careful, I think, because imagine if you was playing there and you were getting ready to go on or something. You, you really don't want someone coming up to you for a picture or something. So. I think exactly. That you only learn that in time, don't you? It's like at first. Oh yeah. When you're on that tour, you're probably just buzzing to be there and want to speak man, to people buzzing. and want to learn. Too buzzing, man. Yeah, and I, I just thought like. I've read too many books, man. I've probably read the Libertines <laughs> book or something. I just thought like, well, what do you do on a Libertines tour? 
you'd probably be on your baddest behaviour, wouldn't you? So I, yeah, I think I, I always like to go hard at everything I do. So I'll just, I'll be the worst behaved. I think that's what's going through my head. I will be the worst band. We'll be worse than they were. <laughs> Didn't work out. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because no one wants to be around that man. Unless you're, I think, unless you're making some serious money or you've got some seriously good shoes, <laughs> you know, no one's going to put up with your crap. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's the mentality that I went into it with, and um. Yeah. So I learned, I learned the hard way, man. On that one, like, do you know what I mean? When the band split up, did you think about chucking it again, or were you like, no, listen, I've had that not, taste it, for it? Yeah. Sort of. After that sort of time, went on to second management, right, and um, then the band sort of kept going like a bit like um i didn't want another manager but um it kept going for a bit and then obviously when that didn't work out people didn't really leave the band necessarily like i would just i'd always be on it with different plan like new plan let's plan three but then the calls would stop being answered and uh and stuff like that like i'd be like oh we rehearsing or we got let's do this video shoot or just some random stuff and then after a while i just thought like you know what, like, I'm going to have to make some changes here. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have to get some new guys in this. I didn't do gigs for a while. I didn't want to, but because that's why I was honing it in, recording. And I, was, I moved away from, I moved where I am now to, to Brentford, and I moved away from all the crowd that I was with. Sure. Everyone. I just cut myself off completely about two years ago, maybe more now, because the corona's confused my head with how the times. But like, <laughs> totally. a year before corona, I think I, I cut pretty much just cut myself off from anyone I knew and I just and it's not an easy thing to do I just thought I'm not hanging around with that because I think sometimes your friends can be like the um the downfall man because you think that I don't know how to explain it man like sometimes you think people are good for you when actually you've got that was the time in your life then you have to move forward do you know what I mean yeah maybe, maybe, maybe people think you're at the time they're the ones that are holding you back to a certain extent yeah so I just thought like I surround myself, I not hang out with many people now, but like my missus now lives in Brentford, well, she was in Brentford, so I moved in and it's like, um, I just surround myself now with good people. I, it sounds like hippie or something, like you read all them books then, you surround yourself with the good people. I was going, well, that's hard, isn't it? Like <laughs> I'm around with loads of scumbags, but now I just, <laughs> I do like all them people. Like, and I still, like, it's like the journey, isn't it? I look back and go like, oh, that was a period in my life and it inspires a lot of the tunes in that. But now I don't, I don't hang out with like, oh, I don't have to explain it, man. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I totally I don't, get it. I think sometimes I don't have any um any fat on my on my friends list in real yeah, life. Totally. Do you get me? Like, I don't really have any friends. To be fair, I just take so much of my time to do the music, and and then uh, we've got and basically the people I speak to is my band and the team now is, is the management team and stuff like. It's quite a few people, so I just know them like and who i think is an absolute hero is is rob harvey from the music and man i'll tell you something about rob man i hadn't met rob man but he had played on a couple played on the way days acoustic he recorded the guitar in his spot sent it back always i hadn't met him because um because of corona and stuff sure. but, and then he's always sending me advice you know i can i can lean on him on whatsapp he's really nice and I met him yesterday, man. Because I, I, our first day didn't bump in. First day didn't bump into him. I, I see him, but everyone was a bit different on the first. A bit more first day. That's, you know what I mean? And then everyone left a bit earlier. But after after we played yesterday, Rob came and uh, sorted, come to our room and, and found me. 
which is actually really nice, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Because I was like, fucking hell, he's a legend. Like, got a photo, and we were just chatting, and he's actually a super nice guy, man. Like, I was going to him, like, you know, he's chatting. I was going, like, oh, man, like, because I didn't want to keep him. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I don't want to yeah, feel like yeah, you have yeah. the chance. So I was going, oh, Oh man, like, I don't want to keep you. I'm gonna like sort of, and he just kept talking. So I was going, ah, oh, it's really nice, man. Like you don't, do you know what I mean, man? Yeah. It just I can't remember what we was talking about. Probably just joke stuff, but like legend, man. That's just what you said. Really nice guy, like legend. Yeah, yeah. and I think that goes back to you know you're surrounding yourself with the right people. It seems like Rob, for example, obviously is in, involved with the streets at the moment, and the amount of songs that he's been involved in writing over the past few years that have shot yeah, the still, charts yeah. and got to the top he's, is amazing. He's really rode the wave, man. Like, do you know what I mean like? The whole he's living dream, really, isn't it? Like, yeah, mean? absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, we got our manager Tim's known. Well, he's managed Rob for the music since the start. That's it. he like picked them up. So mm-hmm. he's obviously he's a good guy as well. Like, um, so he he just he normally sticks with people for a long time. So he's known Rob forever, known like the Zootons forever and stuff like that. And he'll just he'll know the people to to direct to me. Or like yeah. for, to be like, oh, he's, you know what I mean? Like he's solid. Do you know I what I mean? I think though that, Zach, that you have really begun to, to find your style in the past couple of years. I think Away Days really took you to another level as well. Away Days, but we did pull it back a bit with, keep saying about Tim, 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 Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take I like to take the piss out of Tim as well. Like, do you know what I mean? So I'm just thinking, if he ever, if he's but the thing is, um, so we did Away Days before Tim and then, um, I think we honed it a bit back because he's obviously doing what he does in managing, like envision more than me. But like, take it a bit back from that football thing because I don't, we don't want the like, EDL crowd and that in there. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't totally. need too much. Yeah, totally. No, do you know what I mean? You can fall into this sort of pocket of bands, which is, I don't know how to explain that, but do you, do you know what I mean? I don't I know exactly be, like, what you mean. You don't post a boy for the fucking BMP or whatever's going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I think, I mean, you yeah. know, from, from this chat, Already, I know that that is not you for a start because you said no. But you can, you don't want to be that. You, I think it can, it can. If you get that, I don't think you can easily shake that one. Oh, totally, yeah. But then, but I think with the football, the lad stuff, we sort of um, because I'm not really that. I'm, I was a fly on the wall for that, like from in the pubs, and I writ that song, and I, and then I was more of a, yeah, I'd written that song about other people, really. But um, and I was there anyway. But the thing is, um, I'm not really a proper. Lad, lad, guy. I'm in the middle. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I yeah. just, um. So it's like, let's take it back a little step back from that, and we, we're there now. I think we're in, the, we're getting to a good spot, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I think, I think what you've come across as, and tell me if this is wrong, and, and maybe yeah. you know, the management would tell me differently. But I think you come across <laughs> as working class lads who work really hard, and and people yeah. buy into that. There's not, there's not been many bands, in my opinion, in the last five to ten years who've really struck a chord with you know working class Britain. Yeah, it's weird, man, because I was, was embarrassed about um, when I moved to London about coming from the country. I'd always pretend that I was from East London because I know my, my grand one side of my grandparents was 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 from East London. So I'd always sort of hold on to that and be like, no, nah, I'm from here. Like, like, which for many years I did. And and then I'm now I'm just comfortable saying like, it's actually, it's fine. I'm fine with that, man. It's, hard, it's more hardcore to come from the country. I don't, yeah, absolutely. No, I don't know. So, so it's like from that, I'm always a bit like, you know when you say a oh, working class thing, yeah. But me, when I think of working class thing, I think of like, you know what I mean, like down down the pubs or Millwall <laughs> or whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, come on, just, not at just all. guys that go in on a lunch break and like who have 
I'm pals with, but like they'll come in on their lunch break and smash a few beers, and then they'll come back later and smash a few beers, then a few lines, and then they'll go do it all again and work till the next day. That's that's not me. But yeah. the thing is, but the thing is, that's that's what you'd think of as working class. But I think in a way, there's loads of different ways of doing it, isn't it? It's like for me, it's like I don't know where I'm going with this, but like yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. But seeing all the, the the kids at the gigs, like like the hundred club you said the other week, which is absolutely insane, they're believing in it. Like, and it's like, and then you look back on what sort of what I've done. It's an unconventional route. It's not smashing like. Well, I have smashed beers, but not like that. Not like I don't want to be there forever. Like, yeah. I've never wanted to, my inspiration when I come here was to be in a rocking band, man, and not have to work a shite job. Like I don't want to be the guy working a shite job and three kids and two of me can't see or something. Like, do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I but then people relate to it because I I don't know why. Maybe it's unexplainable. I don't, I don't I know. I think it's just because, because people have probably, I don't, on a similar journey, but they've not quite got there. You know, and, and they've seen... A lot of people don't want to... Yeah, a lot of people don't... I don't know what it is. What, like, don't want to do it or don't want to... Probably they've, they've been knocked down so many times, like yourself. You know, they've, they've played these gigs where there's no one clapping or there's no one there. And they've yeah. thought, fuck this, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah man. I, I, I don't know. I just remember thinking to myself when I was living in Limehouse in East London and it's horrible... <laughs> I stayed block. in Limehouse for a few years, as well, for about a year as well, actually. Yeah, I think what's the yeah. one the station down the road from Limehouse is I say Limehouse, but it's just one stop down. Um what's that stay? Oh, I can't remember. It's basically Limehouse. On oh, the, the DLR. Same. DLR. The next stop on the DLR from Limehouse is called something. And East India? Nah, the other way. <laughs> it's, it's um <laughs> we'll be there all day, around there. I, yeah. I, it beats me because I get off I used to get off there every day, like a few years ago, but I can't I just remember Limehouse. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> oh bloody hell. But anyway, um anyway, there's a huge block there. We was live, I was living there, and then um, this was maybe three years ago, not too long ago. It's quite fresh. And I remember thinking to myself, like, man, I was going to work in the pub every day, and I was just really skint and that. And I was thinking, like, oh, basically, this area sucks. Like, but it breeds. I was thinking to myself one day, I was like, like philosophical. Or something. I was thinking, like, poverty breeds poverty. Like, how the fuck am I going to get out of here? Like, because the mentality, like, breeds itself is fucking horrible. Like, and I think it does. It, it, I just remember thinking that and being fucking terrified. I was like, it's hit me that. It's going, oh, fuck, this is fucked. Like, and now I can see, like, I've tried for years to, to get away from it. And I'm, still, and I'm still there. But people who don't try for years and just sort of, like, a lot of people just drift along and then they realise they're fucked. Like, I've been trying for, like, 10 years. And then I I'm hopefully win the game. But, like, I'm, do you get me? Like, I totally fucking, get you. I totally get. What I you're think rich. I think like the rich people. I don't know what you call. What's the opposite? Probably, I guess richness or what. You know what I mean? Success <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I see my missus is like her family uh, got a successful business and that. Like, it's different than what mine is. But like, I see it and I go, ah, like, oh, she got some posh mates and stuff. Like, so I was going, okay. Like, I like the look of that. <laughs> I, it still pisses me off just as much. Like. Anyway, but anyway, I've just said, and then I think it breed that breeds itself too. So yeah. if you if you sort of hang not hang out, but if if it's in your head and you're around this sort of thing, you collect them off your environment. It, you know, you're, yeah. You're I remember, I remember thinking like, just leaving that area and and then coming to Brentford, and I thought to myself like, fuck, going back. Like I don't care. I I fuck. I don't know. Who I'm, I'm not praying to no one, but I'm thinking to someone like. I just remember thinking like. Surely it doesn't work like that. You can't go back. You have to now. I've seen what it <laughs> can be good. 
you, I can't go back without like literally just wanted to like top myself or something. Do you know what I was thinking like this? You got, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what? There's, you... there's a line, there's a line in the James song, Sit Down, that always reminds me of that. And it says, If I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor. And I think yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's I think it's same, once you've seen saying. that, you know, once you've, you've lived that lifestyle, it's yeah, harder for it to go back. <clears throat> and then, yeah, definitely, man. I, I, yeah, it's scary. It's scary to think of going back. It really yeah. fucking terrifies me, man. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah, fuck that. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I, let, let, we speak again in a couple of years or something, and hopefully totally. I ain't in Limehouse again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it would have been, yeah. I'm trying to think of that stop. It must have been Shadwell or... Shadwell was another one. It's Shadwell was maybe else. the one before it. Uh West Ferry. It's the one next to Canary Wharf. It's it's one stop. It's one stop away from Canary Wharf. You just, oh my god. West it's, Ferry. It's really... West Ferry. It is. Got yeah, to... yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's... one. God, we'll be boring West people with this chat. DLR stops. I always used to every day because I'd go from West Ferry because I used to work in Newcross, which isn't actually too far on the DLR. Because you go to Canary Wharf, then you go Canary Wharf, um, Canada Water, and I think then a couple stops to Newcross, which is actually quite lucky. And um, so most days I'd be in the pub working, but. I'd didn't really have any money, so I go to the DLR, and the DLR doesn't really have any ticket things. You <laughs> don't, the guys you don't stop you, right? <laughs> yeah, but there's the guys on the train. Yeah, but yeah. like the DLR's not. You can they go can't through. Wander, they can't go through. They can't go through the carriages on the DLR, so they have to at every station. They have to stop and then walk to the next one. So I That's see it. when the the train stops, and I clock where the guy is, and then I quickly get on the carriage he's not on and go away from him, and you can pretty much always always get away of not paying. Like, <laughs> do you know what That's I mean? Awesome. Like. I've been busted with TFL, <laughs> man. Really got stung, and I think I'm still on a red letter situation. They're still chasing me. You're man. joking? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You I can think it's it. going to come back and bite me. I think it's increasing every month. Like that. It was jumping a bus one time, and I, I got, I got. Normally, I run away from the ticket guys because they can't. I don't think they can actually touch you. I think it's illegal. No, no, they're not allowed to. And I, I didn't have, yeah, back then, so I was in, I think it was on Old Kent Road, and I mean, my brother jumped um, on the bus on the back, and, and then um ticket guy came, and we said, oh, I said, well, I'm not doing it. I said, I'm just going to get off. And then, then the police was on the bus for some reason, and, and then we had our guitars and stuff, and then I don't think, I don't have much experience with the police, but I don't think you can run from them, and then it's all good. Like, just, so I was like, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, got a fine, and then I paid it off, but I thought I paid it off, and obviously... Maybe the guy in the corner shop didn't put my payment through because to the court or whatever, because it didn't. I'm still being chased. <laughs> I'm telling anyway. you, like you, you'll sell out Brixton Academy and they'll be coming for your money. <laughs> it's quite funny, man. That I can do a. I always thought it was really horrible that I just jumped one stop on a bus and I'm getting fined more than like an actual serious <laughs> thing. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? It's it really horrible, man. But like, um, Anyway, that's quite funny now. Absolutely. What it weren't then. How were the shows with the streets? Because that's big, big gigs, man. Yeah, so man, like they were rocking, man. We actually, I'd say we smashed the two days because we never really played any shows like that on that sort of stage. And it was actually a bit of a shock coming from 100 Club, which was fucking crazy. But like the difference of um, that mentality going into the gig is different. It's not all going to be our crowd, really. So um, we're not sure what to expect. On the first night, it was... um fair few less people because we was on first there's no support band it was just us there was oh, no one good. before us so was, and then we were like getting our bearings yeah it was, it was good we played good but there's only foot so far you can take a crowd which is um there's, there's it's like they're wait you know it's 6pm 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's early bells, isn't it? And then the next day we played at you know, just past seven. There was yesterday, and that is sort of popping off. Obviously, not like nothing like the hundred club. That was insane. But like people, act, you have to be prepared to deal with. It's not your gig. We're just there to do our job. There's only so far you can take a crowd at seven p.m. I think they're not going to lose their minds. Yeah, and and also but, it's it's a totally different crowd from your gig because when people are coming to the hundred club. To see you, they're coming to see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to turn on a different mode, man. Like, well, I just, I don't really, I just be myself, but maybe slightly, I don't know. Just, I'll just basically be the same, but just don't tell, I do dumb shit, just jokes and that. But like, it was fine, <laughs> man. It was super good. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was really sweet. And it was buzzed to play on like the big stage and that. It was way cool. You probably get a um, taste for that as well and want it more. You know what I get a taste for, man? Not having all a ton of beer spilt all over my pedals, like at Hundred Club. Because <laughs> I played a Hundred Club, yeah. I'm not very good with pedals and that, because I only have two. And they cost like, what is it, 50 quid each or six quid. And one's a fucking tuning pedal. It's not even fun. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? The other one's just a little story. I'm not a big man with them. Well, Hundred Club, right? I'll, I'll tell you about Hundred Club, if you like. like Go for it, yeah, but that's the thing. So we obviously sold out with buzz stuff that and then we we still don't know what to expect coronavirus just happened no one knows what's up we're in the dressing room it's popping in there like kids are fucking wrecked like they're fucked up like i was thinking like these are they're mental it's packed out <laughs> roll on stage and they're like losing their shit like so i was going oh my god like so every song's going mental and i think we dropped that tune culture non-stop and then like fourth or something fourth fifth and then um all these security from Undercub start getting involved, like four or five big guys. No I was way. going, oh, yeah, that probably means it's it's going good because it's kicking off in there. Like, like guys was all over the stage, like <laughs> there's beers everywhere, like all over my pedals and stuff. I was thinking, like, fucking how they don't break, like, because I don't want to buy another one. But <laughs> it's good times because yeah. it was proper crazy. But like, um, mental show, man. Like energy in the room was like insane. Like, um, can't really explain it, man. Just like people were f- fully buzzed. You know I mean, it's man? such an iconic venue as well, isn't it? It's like how many amazing bands have came through the ranks there, and yeah, yeah, and a lot of shit ones, man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, nah, and like, but like, no, nah, but you get me. So it's just way of a buzz, man. All people in there were like a rooting for us. So it was, it was proper good energy, man. Do you know what Are I mean? You doing like, it again in October? Yeah, man. Put it on sale. I said to Tim, man, you think we're gonna? Because we had two books because of the Corona. There's something. I don't know what happened because for security in case this one fucking got cancelled or something because and but anyway so we had another one in october already booked for the for a saturday and he's like i was a bit worried oh, do you think it will like sell out like because it's only a few months couple months after that i'm like i was surprised the first one did because i was like oh that's fucking sweet like now we're, we're on it now and then uh, put, he's like yeah well if you do a gig, gig it, will, it will sell out and put it on sale so like four days i think like this next one. i was going oh my it's buzzing like sell out again so i was thinking like, it's so buzz man do you know what no i mean way. That's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but it'll just be like, man, it's round two, isn't it? Do it again, bigger. And then That'll be amazing. Hopefully, I want to, I see our touring guys started saying, oh, I want to do like sort of around the one, 1K capacity next time in London, which would be mental. Can't really imagine that, to be honest. But then they want to do a tour sort of thing in April, which is up and down the country. The country. But like, that'll be a buzz as well, isn't it? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, I was, I was saying to you before we started recording that it's been far too long since you've been in Scotland as well. Yeah, man. People come from Scotland to the 100 Club, man. I see them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's proper buzz, man. I know people come from Italy to next one, from Ireland, Scotland, like mad towns up north. Like, I'm thinking, like, it's cool to see that, man. 
Do you know what I mean? But but that's um, the hype. That's the hype that you guys have got just now, isn't it? It's like, man, it's more like what I've realised now. Like it's really like a proper community thing. Like I didn't realise we had, but it's sort of like a bit like going to a football game or something. Like we're obviously playing, but it's not just about us playing. Like it's about the afters and about the befores for people. Like obviously I'm not going to get smashed before because. I can't play when I'm fucking sober, so I like, definitely can't play when I'm smashed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, but after, it's like, no, we'll make sure that 100 clubs open till one or two in the morning and like that's it. And, and it's more of like a community thing. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're chilling there. We're, and even when I think when we do the bigger ones, if hopefully we get there, like, do you know what I mean? Like 1K, it'd be nice to still, I think, maintain a similar thing or, or like have a designated after spot. I just, I just think it's... A, Badass community, man. Yeah, you know what and, I mean? and see that people like once you've been to a gig like that on a Saturday night, you don't want to get chucked out of the venue, man. You, you and have to find somewhere else to go. If you can stay in that place and you're hanging about with the band that you've been to see, that's yeah, amazing. I don't think it's just like hanging with the band because I see people and they're like meeting other people and they're like they're meeting each other and then it's like it's not about us anymore, man. It's more just we're just like we're they're having um, a good enabling, time, enabling the night. Yeah, and the, the, but then it's. It's good, man. Do you know what I mean? I don't like it when it's like we're performing for you. I prefer it to just be like, you know what I mean? We're, let's say we're in it together because it sounds shit, but like, do you know what I mean? It's like true, we're, isn't it? We're, we're, I actually don't know if I'm just saying this so like people <laughs> don't expect it to be too good anymore. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, we're in it together, like, even if it's shit. Like, <laughs> you're, yeah. play, you're, you're playing you know it I mean? down, man. You're playing it down. No, nah, it was fucking crazy, man. I, I was proper buzz, like, really, because it was. Let me get like emotional on that, but I was not emotional. I was just way buzz. Like fucking hell! Like I used to literally work down the road in the boots for years. Like literally around the corner, I probably would have come around hundred club quite a few times. Oh, fucking hell, that'd be. Am-. I remember things. I was like, fucking hell, that'd be like insane to pack that out. Like unbelievable sort of. But but now it's here. And I'm thinking like, no, I want to do the bigger one now. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the what's the next like, step in London? Because in in Scotland we've got a venue you've probably heard of called King Tuts. Uh, yeah, that's. That's like a legendary spot, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, and it's a great venue. But when, once you've done that, people want to start doing like the Barrowlands or one of the O2 Academies or something yeah, like isn't that. Isn't so. the King Tut's quite big, man? Isn't that quite big? It's probably big. about the same size as the 100 Club, but I think it holds about 350 okay. or so. Oh, same sort of thing then, yeah. yeah. Like, but once um, you've played there, I mean, people are then wanting to get the taste and go on to the next big one. So where, where would be the next big one for you? In London. I know yeah. they're talking about the, the Scala in King's Cross. I oh, think that's brilliant. like the best part of a thousand. Or oh, there's another O2... O2 Islington's, I think that's like 800 or something. That would be um, fast, man. But whatever, roughly the same thing. I'm, I just know, I know some of them are like 14 plus, which I think I get a lot of messages on Instagram being like, oh, 18 plus. And I, I have been there when I was younger, but it does suck when you can't get in. Totally agree. And it, it is nice. To, I would like to, even if it's a bit lower, slightly lower at the O2, it'd be nicer, I think, to, if it's 14 plus to do it there if we can. So you know is the I mean? 100 club 18 plus? Yeah, it's 18. I think it's because once you get up to a slightly bigger venue, I think it, it's not considered a bar anymore. It's considered like a venue. A venue. A, yeah. And then kids aren't allowed in under 18. It's like, I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's a bit of a shame actually, to be honest. I I, I like that to have everyone there. But I reckon you guys, if, if, if you played a show that was 14 plus, you could get well over a thousand in London, man. Maybe, yeah. That's the thing. I see some bands doing stuff like you think wouldn't be able to pack that out, but I'm thinking up, I've seen them up north doing stuff like this, like bands. I don't know, but I think up north, I've heard it's a bit easier to get people down. But in London, they're a bit weird. Like, um, 
we have we are doing it but like it's was taking fucking best part of 10 years do you know what i mean like do you <laughs> totally. know what i mean like yeah think totally. london a bit weird i've heard i've heard you know, this is I mean? me so maybe been maybe been slightly judgmental but i feel that like you're the perfect example right you, you went to london at 18 because that's where people who play music go and i, I think from experience of going to gigs in london people are maybe a bit more judgmental and because there's more musicians probably in the crowd or there's more creative people there, whereas you, you go up to places like Glasgow or Manchester or, or Leeds or whatever, and people are just living in the moment, you know? Yeah, I see it, man. When obviously the couple of times we've done tours and most of them were the two, there's two times we've done proper tours, like not, not ex- excluding the Libertine thing. And then one was with a band Ocean Alley. One second, let me just pour this up. No worries. I'm going to spit it over. But, um... Okay. So, my tipple of choice tonight is a vodka and coke. Oh, very nice. Here of the Max. dog. Pepsi Max. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, when you do that, I don't know if you do it, but like, I some when it's a hangover for me now, I don't know if it's because I'm slightly older. Like, it didn't used to bother me. I didn't know really what a hangover was. Don't know how. Used to go to people. What's a hangover? Like, I don't think I've had one of those. Now you, I fucking know what it is. Do you get me? Like I'm a couple I'm years a... older than you, Zach, and I'm telling you, it doesn't get any easier. Does it not? <laughs> not no. at all, man. Because I wake up today, I don't know, I don't know the morning, and I was going, oh, for fuck's sake. Sometimes it tricks you, and you don't feel that bad. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I've escaped it, and then, and then it, and then <laughs> I, I woke you. up again. I go, oh, for fuck, going to the kitchen. There's nothing for me here. Water's not going to help. Fuck it. Putting some vodka in a thing, bit of coke. I'm gonna down it, and I'm getting a couple of paracetamol. I'm going back to <laughs> just, bed. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, like it's fucked, and you feel like an alcoholic. Like you feel like, oh man, like but it's but I'm like, it's best way. Like, you know, like, you you'll um, be running tomorrow. It'll be fine. Yeah, I will be running, but it'll be fine. But the thing is, what was he talking about? Um, what were you saying? I was saying when you were on um, tour, I, I feel like the, the further north um, you go, the less pretentious it almost becomes. And it's maybe yeah, because yeah, they don't they don't have as much shows or they don't have as much options, you know, they, yeah. they just appreciate it a bit more. Yeah. I think in Leeds, I remember doing one there was obviously supporting someone, but good good times, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, party times, man. I probably wouldn't be smashing it like that anymore because <laughs> trying to take a bit serious. But like, but yeah, good um, people was up for it, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and um, what was I saying? I remember in um, Leeds, what's that venue in Leeds called? A circle. Have you been there? Like, there's one in Leeds called like, a circle, sort of little pub, sort of. It's quite famous. Uh, I can't think. I can't think. Anyway, there's, it's, I can't think either. It always escapes me. And then, um, but anyway, playing there with a band called Ocean Alley, it's like an Australian band. Sure. First tour, I think we did. And we were supporting, and no one probably knew. It's not a good lineup. No, it's, I like the guys, but it's, I wouldn't pair us up. I don't know why we were on that tour, to be honest. Um, um, we, put, we had this tune from ages ago we used to play called I Want to Get High. Don't really rock that anymore, but we had it. I wrote that tune before I'd even got high, man. I don't even know why. This is years <laughs> ago. Trying to be that rock star, mate. Yeah, man, I was. like. And so guys out there in Leeds, I'm playing that tune, a guy's trying to fucking pass me like a lit spliff on stage. And I was like... <laughs> No, 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 I don't do that. <laughs> I don't actually want to get high. <laughs> so it's fucking jokes, because like, like a few years ago, I wouldn't have even told anyone, because it's like, I would be trying to be in that mode. Like, no, nah, I still still do, still get down. But now I was like, but I just sort of ignored it. I was like, no, no I'm good. I've had enough. 
<laughs> I'm too high already, mate. I'm too high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I remember that's that's Leeds for me, and being fucking scared outside, um, walking around in. I don't know what I was wearing, but just being scared about having long hair around there, I thought I was going to get knocked out for no reason. <laughs> I just I don't know if I was wrong or right to think that. I don't know. But it it depend, depends what street you were down there. Fuck knows, man. Near that venue, like <laughs> in the co-op. But I remember going up, then we went to Scotland. Liberty's a bit different in Scotland, but when we went, because obviously that's a bit different. Like when we went to the smaller ones for that Australian band, people were there, I think I always get warned about Scotland. Like they're, they're either going to really like you are going to really hate you. Like, I think that's, <laughs> that's harsh, man. People are nice. People are sound enough. Yeah, but you get that. I think both times I've been in Scotland, they've been like, look, if you don't get them on side, like, that's, that's it. Like, you've got to get them on side, then they'll go crazy. I've heard a few things. It's always Scotland. Scotland's kind of... Really? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's mad. Yeah. Is it like that? Was that no, I think, I think people are just really happy to hear live music, man, and they'll probably enjoy it as much as they can. I was a bit scared because we was playing up the garage... Oh yeah, Socky Hall Street, eh? It's got the big yellow upstairs. car inside. Upstairs, though. Do you yeah. know the ga- upstairs in the small It's like an attic. Spot. Yeah, quite a small spot. We're supporting yeah. that Australian band. And I think, do they have like, it's a massive place, isn't it? Like, they've got club nights on and stuff in there. That's right, yeah. It's like three so floors. Yeah, so after the, the gig, I remember sort of getting quite swiftly sort of kicked out or something because of the club night. Not kicked out, but... I think we're actually allowed back in, but we went to the hotel and we come back. Oh, we want to see what's going on. Like, you know, I'm in Scotland once, isn't it? I want to see what's a, if there's, I don't know what doing, see if there's girls about. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, totally. Um, but I actually just ended up being fucking terrified of the girls there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you get me? Because it was like, um, not, I'm not a club guy either. So the venue quickly turned into like a proper, just like a mainstream club. And obviously we had our wristbands. So, so he let us pass this big queue. All these girls like doled up and stuff. Geezers in there having it. Just a bit, bit scared, man. Like, like Intimidating. You, when they open it. What? Intimidating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, by Scottish people. Like, <laughs> I think it's the accent as well. It's like, yeah, it's keep... definitely the accent because when they go open their mouth, like, I can't do, I'm not going to do it because <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. But like, it's, it's, I don't know, I'm definitely wrong for being, I don't know if I'm wrong for being timid actually, but I was definitely, we were all like, oh, I probably should head back to the hotel and get a kebab. <laughs> do you know what, <laughs> do you know what I mean though? Like, Scottish people try to be friendly, but especially people from Glasgow, but it sounds like we're being aggressive. <laughs> totally not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does though, doesn't it? Like sometimes it, coming from um, out of London, it. I just remember us going to retire into the hotel, hotel and bit. I don't, yeah, but also because we was in the club and like it's not really my scene anyway, so it would be a completely different. In London, I wouldn't do well in there anyway. Yeah. In a London one, I wouldn't, wouldn't do fucking well. You're out of your comfort zone up north, man. I might have my comfort zone in any club anywhere, but like yeah, up same. Scotland, I'm already probably out. I don't know what anything's going on. That's a lot amazing. of people, man, Scotland, like, on the Instagram and that messaging, like, proper sound. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so, I, we need to get you up, Zach. We're looking forward to it. It'll be next, proper sweet to actually April. see, like, an uh, engaged audience actually there for us. Like, because I don't think we've ever actually had that. It's always been with someone else. When totally. we actually come up and it's for us, I think that's when you see the real place. Like, do you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. sort of, you know that. Do you know what I mean? Like, you I can't judge exactly. it off someone else's crowd, can you? Because you... Uh, are you doing Scotland people. with the music? Zach, I know you're playing a few gigs with the music. <clears throat> they're only doing one gig, though, aren't they? Oh, is it just the one? Only, right, I think okay. they're only doing one, unless yeah. he does more. But I think that's, was that Leeds? Temple News and the Leeds. Yeah. Right, okay, cool. We have, that's a good, good lineup, actually, like Cribs and all that. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Snuts on there, actually, that Scottish band. Do you like them? Man? The Snuts are brilliant, mate. Yeah, really, really yeah, like them. 
they from like do you know them from round yeah round they're, they're just up the road from us we've played gigs with them a few times and stuff as well and just really good boys <laughs> man and similar to yourself they've jack is the the front man's been playing solo for years and years and you know, he's, yeah. he's never gave up, but he's been very driven and determined. And oh, I'm absolutely smashed he's like it now. similar age. I think he's like similar age to me, isn't he? How old is yeah, he, he must that? be about 26, I think, maybe. Yeah, it seems like I've seen someone else, like, maybe I'm wrong, but like this this generation, or maybe the last two, or maybe this one, like, it seems like people that are coming through are sometimes a bit older now. Like, do you know what I mean? It seemed like... I know what you mean. I don't know if I'm wrong with that, because I think that there's no money in it. Like, there is money somewhere, but like... You don't get that early. Do no, you know what I mean? If, unless you're like viral sensation, but it's not what I am. And I'm sure it's not what that Jack from Snipes is. It's that sort of thing. I think that people who have been in it and been in it and been in it and they're still there and surviving, surviving. And, and then I think it, they're coming through now, which is weird. It's because you know you've, I mean? you've stuck at it. You've got that experience and people can see so that you're determined that, to do is, it. This, do you think it's this sort of generation that's more happening? Because yeah, I, I think so. I don't know if I'm wrong. I think you're spot on, yeah. I think I think like you've got to be a veteran out here to to have made every mistake in the book. Yeah, you need to have those battle scars, mate. Yeah, fair play. Okay, now just let him through because he's done it. Like, do you know what I mean? It feels like even with all the managers and people I've known, people in the music thing, years ago they wouldn't have liked my attitude because they just wouldn't. But now it's sort of like, a fair play. It's just that they've they've done it all. Like, do you mean like you've done your apprenticeship? I said a veteran out in out here. Like, do you know what I mean? But I yeah. don't know if I'm wrong on that. Like, no, I think Martin. you're spot on. I think you, you've worked hard. You deserve to be where you are. Yeah, so I wouldn't... But you know, sometimes in like 70s or something, I don't know, I watch some of the fucking TV on BBC4 or something. You know the one like where they're always playing like fucking <laughs> old grey whistle tests and like crap. Like, so I'm always on there late nights, weekends, if I'm in. like, And I see some of the bands in there. They always look way older than what... Like these bands look literally like dads like, <laughs> in their prime, in their prime. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I'm thinking, like, was that like a generational thing back then? Were they older when they made? I think it they just them? looked older back then. I think people why? just looked but older. Why? But why? Did they not have like moisturizers? You, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Didn't like, they drink enough water? No moisturizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all look like dads, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking, like, what? They're like they're in their prime, and they look like they're going to do like supply teaching. But they also dressed differently as well, didn't they? Like they all wore suits, or they all fucking don't really see them, like tight yeah. trousers and stuff. Like 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 men that look quite like middle aged and like really tight trousers. It's quite funny. <laughs> like we did that now. I think you get like rested or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> absolutely, that's amazing. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, yeah, that's what we said. Scotland, I need to need to get there. Absolutely, um, Zach. Now listen, it's been a, an absolute pleasure talking to you as well, and, and thanks so much for coming man. on with a hangover. I know it's no easy. No nah, man, it's, it's cheered me up, man. I'm buzzed. I feel good. I feel like um, in that bit between the hangover and tomorrow where I I can't get, like, the alcohol is not enjoyable, but it's sort of helping. It's easing the pain. Fuck, man, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice, man. It's been a pleasure, man. No, thank you. And and thanks so much to everyone who's listened to this episode of the podcast. If you've liked it, please subscribe uh, and go back and check out some older episodes as well. Cheers. Cheers.